White Sox. White Sox. Go, 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 go. Call your sons. Call your daughter. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Win Echo. Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez. He's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. That is Lawrence spelled backwards. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and our show is Locked On Sox on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go there right now, subscribe, hit the notifications bell, maybe you can win a Locked On Sox prize pack. Well, for no further ado, here is Chris Tannehill. Chris, how is your Tuesday going? Oh, Tuesday's going great so far. We're, we're inching towards my daughter being back at school, so things mm. are definitely exciting around here. Uh, episode 180 today on Locked On White Sox, and today we're going to talk about how Tim Anderson tried to get me fired, and we're also going to open up the mail back here on Locked On White Sox. All right, so let's get to it, huh? Herb, you... Uh, we're not at work on Friday. The station was a buzz, and you, it, well, it relates to the White Sox. This is a six seven to the score thing, and that's a, a big part of our lives. So when the things intersect, we will show love accordingly here. But this uh, quote from Tim Anderson took off big time nationally. Like it caught fire uh, on, a, on the Friday edition of the uh, Parkinson Spiegel show. Uh, Danny Parkins was in solo on Friday, and we had Tim Anderson on the show. And, you know, I was looking forward to having Tim on, you know, uh, Shane Reardon, the uh, EP of the show, had him booked up and we didn't know when we were going to get him. Uh, these things are moving parts, but this is fresh off of, of playing the uh, inner squad game. Tim Anderson joins the show and, you know, we, of course, you know my style, Herb. I, I set him up nicely with a nice, beautiful intro. So, you know, I like to do that so the guest feels a little more relaxed, a little more comfortable. And, oh boy, Tim was comfortable, man. Tim got really comfortable. And it was one of the best Tim Anderson interviews that I can remember hearing. Certainly, I, I enjoyed the interview he did with Garfine. He was very open. But in terms of just being animated, like you know, you just caught Tim from being on the field, so he was he was still hyped and you know still charged up. Uh, but we had him on the show, and Danny Parkins asked him about how he views the White Sox here in 2021. And listen to what he said. If you haven't heard this yet, you're the best team in the American League, right? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. But you know, I got I got to be a little bit more careful with my words now because people really take those serious. But we have a chance to be the best team in the AL. Um, we got a chance to beat a lot of people. We just got to continue to work and keep getting better and keep rallying around each other. And uh, you know, this guy's the limit at that point. Tim, don't become a politician on me. You're the most a- you're, the, you're, you're the most honest athlete in Chicago. Who cares if they blog about it, if they podcast about it, if they tweet about it? Who cares, man? Just say what you feel. You're the best team in the American League. Yeah, fuck it. We're the best team in the American League. <laughs> My man. I mean, we can't say the F word on the radio, but other than that. Sorry, uh, Sorry everybody listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. T.A., listen, man, we want you on the show as much as you're willing to come on, all right? Thank you very much. Have a good one, all right, buddy? Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You guys enjoy. All right, man. That's Tim Anderson. <laughs> Did you dump that one, Tanny? What's that now? <laughs> okay, good. Good. Now, look here. I don't like that kind of talk. 
Now, just stop it. It upsets me. Yeah, fuck it. We're the best team in the American League. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tim Anderson there, uh, you know, uh, almost had me in some hot water there. But uh, first of all, before we get into the backstory of, uh, you know, everything that happened uh, with myself involved in that in the station, just when you hear that, like when you hear Tim's voice there and, you, you know, hear him so animated, like what do you think of just what he said in general, just putting it out there? By the way, you can buy the shirt, 670thescore.threadless.com, uh, the shirt that reads. Yeah, fuck it. We're the best team in the American League. Uh, you can buy that T-shirt, and I think we're sending them uh, some down to camp at Glendale so the boys can wear. But uh, what would you make of that quote when you uh, heard it, uh, saw it uh, from Tim Anderson? Like we said a couple episodes ago, you got to introduce it into your lexicon. You got to introduce it into your world before you do it. And I know Tim was soft shoe in there. He was trying to just, you know, not be the Tim that he usually is. And Danny called him on. He's like, hey, man, come on now. Not that mealy mouth stuff about maybe and eventually. No, that's not Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson is, hey, I'm going to be, I am the best shortstop in the American League. And they list me 10th. Talking about it before you do it is necessary, I think. And so he's putting it out there and saying, fuck it. We are the best in the American League. I might not agree with it, but it's not up to me to agree with it. It's up for those rest of those 25 dudes in the clubhouse and the managers to push them to be the best team in the American League. Put it out there. Now put the work in there to be the best team in the American League. Make sure you let the Yankees know that there's a new team in town. The Rays know that. Blue Jays and especially those Minnesota Twins. I was all for it. I When I heard it, I was like, man, awesome. And then I was like, damn, Tanny. As long as he didn't say it multiple times, it would have been smooth. Like, he just yeah. said it once, so yeah. we have a 14-second delay. He got that first one out. It's when Ozzy starts cussing like three, four times, and then you get trouble, and Rock is called into the office like it was his fault, like he was cussing and shit. Yeah, so to take you behind the curtain a little bit, so as Herb mentions, you know, you hear about – uh, I'll get to my opinion on what on what he said in a second, but you know you have you hear about the seven second delay in radio. We are fortunate enough, uh, you know, we have a, a fourteen second delay, which covers you, uh, you know, for two errors, which which tend to happen because I found in my experience, you know, I've been, you know, ru- you know, running a board for uh, I don't know, like you know, was it about fifteen years now, on and off, you know, doing it full time for eight years, eight years plus. On the afternoons on the score in Chicago, um, you know, I found in my sometimes one will follow the other. It's like you know ha- having a kid. You know, you have a girl, a, go- a girl will follow it. Well, that happens the same with f bombs too. So you got to really be careful out here in these streets. So you know, but, but when you hear that, and and you're a radio producer, I don't know what the equivalent is at, at your job out there. Like if you're on a construction site, like if you almost I don't know. Uh, drop a saw on someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you're a doctor, like if you're like Seinfeld and, you know, you, you drop a junior mint into a, into a body during operating. You know, I don't know what the equivalent is, but when you hear an F-bomb going out live over the air, it's like a shot of espresso. You know, it's not even like that. It's like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction with the shot of adrenaline to her heart. Boo! When you hear that type of thing. So, yeah, I did get it. But if you're listening on the stream, uh, those people caught it. You know, all so good for them. Like, you know, the, all the, the text message on 67011, that's the scores text line. They were filling up, baby. Tane, did you get that? Oh, my God. I just heard that. And, uh, yeah, I, I got it, of course. Uh, but it's, I always get scared, Tanny. I'm like. Whenever you see that, All right? those people are texting. You're like, did it go on the air? Yeah. And I write somebody back. It's like, you're just still on the stream, right? <laughs> like, yeah. 
God. Yeah. Because literally, people have lost their jobs that we know. Hello. Hi, guys who are out there. Listening. Hi. Because they didn't catch enough of the swears. And so, yeah, it's real serious. And so when you see people tweeting and texting on you, like, oh, son of a bitch. I'm going to get fired <laughs> for some garbage I didn't do, which is your job. You're supposed to listen and make sure people are not cussing and saying the seven deadly words. Yeah. So as far as the court itself. Yeah, fuck it. We're the best team in the American League. Like we've talked about this, like you said, last week it was, you know, where I, I admitted that I was a guy as a baseball fan. You're, you're taught to only have this one way of thinking, right? Where, you know, you, you, you have this humble approach and you don't give the opposition any mental edge because you talk about a sport that's defined by its mental edge and when you think you have leg up on the opponent and when you th- when you can carry yourself you know maybe focus in a little bit tighter during those at bats because you have a little extra something something in the tank i've always been a fan previously of don't give the other team any anything to work with there uh, we already went to the level with the twins and now let's take it to the next level so that immediately i think about the yankees when he says that you think about the rays you know what i mean and when tim came out during the postseason and said they weren't doing their homework by throwing the lefty against us. Like, I was so worried because uh, it was before the game. It wasn't like something that he said after the fact. It was before the game, pregame, and he said that. And I was worried that I was going to come back to bite him in the ass, and then Tim Anderson goes on and has a record-setting postseason for first three games and most hits by any player in, in, his, in his three postseason games with nine. So, yeah, I'm ride or die with T.A., man. It's hard to not love that attitude. And we certainly got a lot of good publicity from it. Lots of national shows picked up on it. You know, Danny's good friends with Nick Wright from Fox Sports 1, and he texted us saying that he got a, a Yahoo alert with the quote. You know, whenever you have like big news, you know, media like that, tweeting like a notification that a guy said something, you know, you're doing something good in the content industry. So and I want to thank Tim for coming on the show and thank Tim for the follow, because uh, we had a little dialogue afterwards after he came on the show. You know, we were obviously buzzing because we knew he just, you know, when you're a radio producer and you're working in content, that's the gold right there. That's like someone just handing you a gold brick of content and you know it's going to catch fire. And, you know, it was so strong. Usually on a Friday night, like these things don't always catch catch fire like that. Like people kind of just shut it down. And, you know, usually you want these things to happen a little bit earlier in the week sometimes. But because of social media... It, it caught fire. We're going to take a quick time out here on Locked on White Sox, but there's more to this Tim Anderson story that you guys need to hear. And what happens when you try to slide into a Hall of Famer's DMs? You'll find out about that right here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by rockauto.com. You know, friends, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of automobiles, it's now impossible to stock all the parts your car is ever going to need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure that process that can be imitating or even irritating the person behind the counter asking you about your car. Like, is your car an LX or an EX? And you got to run outside because you forgot uh, while you wait for them to check on the parts only that their warehouse happens to carry. Why do that when you have access to a vast library and vast catalog of auto parts on your phone at rockauto.com? You see those chain stores I talk about? They charge different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers like you and I and professional mechanics. But rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody. And best of all, they're reliably low every single time. If you go to rockauto.com, you're going to find a vast catalog with low prices. And they don't charge prices based on what the market's going to bear like how airlines do. That may work for airlines, but it doesn't work for auto parts. It's not practical. So why would you shop with anyone else but rockauto.com? They're a family business and they've been serving customers 
customers like you and I for over 20 years online. Go to rockauto.com now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And do us a favor, won't you? When you go to rockauto.com to see the parts available for your car or truck, write the promo code Locked On and their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Very important. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. That is Herb Lawrence. I'm Chris Tannehill. You are listening to Locked On White Sox, your team every day. Today on the Locked On Today podcast is the relationship broken between Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Oh, Bears fans, you're going to want to listen to that one. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. So as the Tim Anderson quotes begin to make their way around social media, it really catches fire. And then someone goes on and tweets Tim Anderson about him dropping F-bombs on 6-7 to the score. And there was a funny interaction between them on Twitter. So after seeing that, seeing that Tim was active on social media, I, I tweeted the gif. Remember when T.A. hits the big home run after coming off the DL in Detroit? Uh, and there was you know, question about who's the real leadoff hitter, and T.A. shushes the crowd, shushes the haters, uh, you know, let them sleep. Like, I tweeted a gif of, this is me after hitting the dump button on T.A., you know, me holding up the shush mechanic. And he enjoyed that so much that he uh, gave me the follow on Twitter. And uh, I haven't reached out. Uh, Danny reached out to him right away because he followed Danny, he followed myself, and he followed Shane. And, uh, you know, Tim, it's a good dude, man. And, and, you know, it's good to have him doing a lot more media and just hearing him and comparing him from interviews from years past, even a year ago, like he sounds so much more comfortable. And, you know, that trajectory of him being more comfortable with the media, you can line that up with play on the field. Like he's gotten better and better every year on the mm-hmm. field and off. So it's exciting stuff. But yeah, he, I, I didn't shoot. I didn't shoot my shot with TA. I tried to just play it cool. I didn't say, hey, thanks for the follow or anything. I just, you know, let, let it rest. Unlike with Frank Thomas. Now, Big Frank, let's pay the man some. Let's give him the respect he's uh, due here. Put some spec on his name. Number thirty-five, Frank Thomas. And I don't even like putting this out into the ether. But a couple weeks ago, out of nowhere, I get the notification that that Frank Thomas followed me on Twitter. And I don't think he's an active. In, in, he's active in his own social media account, maybe once or twice. Like he'll like a tweet or something. But you could tell when maybe someone else is maybe running it, which is fine. Uh, but I had been waiting for a long time, not waiting for it like I was ex- expecting it, but to see that notification pop up with the one new follower and it's Frank Thomas. Oh, man, I was I texted you and BMAC, Brendan McCaffrey. Uh, I just couldn't sleep that night because I was so excited. And so from then on, I would think about a tweet and then I'd be like, uh, what would Frank Thomas think about this? It's a weird thing. Like I don't know if you have anyone that that follows you on Twitter that you like think of in such high regard as I think of Frank Thomas in, where you almost want to like not tweet something because you're afraid that you're going to lose that follower. Um, no, as you see by my tweets, uh, <laughs> nonsense. There's probably people in there that should be of that regard, but you know me, I'm a knucklehead. But a little bit, and that's a awesome thing. You're here. I mean. Baseball hero is following you on Twitter, and I'm sure he knows of your work. Too. I don't know. That's the thing. I shot my shot, so let me get to that before I forget. Sure so, so I, I asked you guys in the text. I was like, should I? Should I? Pull Adam Harris. Should I say something? That's a really deep cut. Uh, anyway, but I, I, I was like, should I reach out to him? Like, you know, I thought about not doing it, uh, but then I thought, okay, like. If I'm Frank Thomas and I just follow, I don't follow a lot of people now, and I follow this guy out of nowhere, and you know he probably maybe seen one of the videos with his jersey back here, and so he's like, all right, this guy, you know, obviously one of, one of my fans. So how would how would he react? Do you think? So and I try shoot too. 
Huh? And, oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Big Hurt sneaker. Sorry, Frank. I know he doesn't like having this up here because he had to send out an old cease and desist to Reebok after they got the, the reissue. Not before I grabbed one, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, so I reached out. I, I sent a DM to Frank Thomas. I shot my shot with the, with the legend, with the Hall of Famer, uh, big boy table of right-handed hitters of all time. And I, I, do, I don't remember what exactly what I said, but basically the gist of it was, hey, thank you so much for the follow. I'm a big fan. Uh, I love your honesty and your coverage, and uh, I'm loving the Hanging with Hurt show. And I just hit him with a be well, like not even like a trying to set up a correspondence back and forth. But I basically just ended it. I was like, thank you so much. Be well. And he saw it and didn't reply, which is more than cool uh, with me. But he didn't unfollow yet. And now Tim Anderson uh, hit me with the follow. And today we got the retweet from Ozzy Guillen, which was clutch. I'm waiting for that Ozzy follow. Like, yeah, Ozzie, yeah I would love to get Ozzy on the show, of course. But you're getting every black. White Sox is going to be on your uh, Lyle you. Lyle Mouton? is going to be following you next week. The Deacon, yes. Um, one of my favorite things is uh, I remember Dan McNeil told me, I think it was Mac who told me one time he uh, he went up to Warren Newsom and he asked him, he's like, why the hell does Hawk call you the Deacon? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> he's just like, I, Black and I don't know. Yeah, what the hell? I have no idea why the hell he calls me that. But yeah, so fun times on Twitter, man. Like, I'm, And I'm trying to push out a lot more content on the Locked on Sox uh, Twitter page and Instagram. Like, I'm learning how to do these video edits, and I put out a fun video on Sunday night of Herb's Rick Hahn story from the Sons of Hanarchy podcast. So I got some graphics on there, and I thought it was just a funny-ass story uh, that I'm sure will, uh, will, you know, maybe get back to us that I'm sure Rick heard it by now. But uh, Yeah, and think speaking of things the into fruition and putting it out there so the universe can hear it and making it come true it's about a year ago we all heard about it the white Sox dinner that dallas keichel took the whole staff out on and one person stood up dallas keichel's mom and said succinct words (laughs) playoffs or die bitches Like, succinct to the point, put it out there, and everybody that was a White Sox fan is like, let's fucking go. That's the type of stuff that Timmy's putting out there now. We're the best team in the American League. Fuck it. We're the best team in the American League. That type of stuff. I love to see it. I love to hear it. And great job by Shane getting Timmy, you for dumping that. And also, I don't know if Timmy said anything about your open they usually he, do he did not but yeah. i like to think sure. that it, it, it was uh a reason why he was so loose because he was online he heard every bit of it you know it was like the best of ta from 2020 and what mixed in with some of his new stuff but yeah props to danny man because danny was solo so he got that opportunity to make him comfortable and sort of get us to that point where you're like trying to break down an interview subject so they're comfortable and by the end you get something like that like that was just well executed by everyone our digital team had the video brian gurch you know had it up like that so people were able to see it online immediately um but yeah so it was just it was a good day for us at the score and whenever we can double dip on content and take you behind the scenes of that stuff uh, it's always fun to do that so and know that we're not wcubs we cover chicago even though the Sox might be on the other station, we got your White Sox. We got your White Sox on the score. And if nowhere else, right here on Locked on Sox. All right, we'll be back and open up the mailbag right here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over. 
But the NBA, college hoops, and the NHL are in full swing. Plus, MLB futures are right there for you at betonline.ag. We're going to do a show, I think maybe this week. We keep pushing it back, but there's so much news going around here in baseball. Uh, we'll give you our futures edition of Locked on White Sox with the odds incorporated from betonline.ag. They've got you covered from award shows. Uh, TV shows and even reality TV. There's updated odds in real time and props on almost anything you can imagine. Herb, what you know? I know you're one who likes to dabble in uh, online investing. What are some of the things you're looking at here to sort of uh, bridge the gap between football and baseball season? Well, I don't like to bet on my own teams. Like I told you with BetOnline.ag, you can bet on the Illini. This is a different service than the ones that you hear uh, broadcasting locally. BetOnline.ag is offshore, so you can bet on the Illini if you really want to. And in this regard, I'm going to go to their MLB futures. While they have the White Sox at over-under of a 90-and-a-half wins, I'm not going to touch that because it's too close to my number, and also I'll be betting with my heart. So I go to the team that I hate the most. It's the Minnesota Twins with a over-under of 85-and-a-half wins. I think the Minnesota Twins are going to be better than that. So if I wanted to, I'd go to betonline.ag and bet the over 85, 88 and a half wins for the Minnesota Twins at negative 115. Uh, $100 to win me, $115 to win me $100. I'm going to be doing that on betonline.ag. Absolutely. And I hedge my bets right there, Tanny. So when the White Sox do stuff it up the Twins' ass, at least I'm like, all right, the White Sox won. But if the Twins somehow become the Twins and do the Twin things, at least I made some money, right? Yeah, absolutely, and there's no better place to do it than on betonline.ag. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today, and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget our promo code Locked On to get your 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked on MLB podcast hosted by minor league play-by-play voice. Aram Layton is the only podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. From Team Focus Farm, system breakdowns, prospect rankings, and interviews with some of the brightest up-and-comers in the game, Locked on MLB prospects is the best way to stay plugged in on the future of your favorite team, like the Sox. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Herb, should we open up the bag? Let's do it. A lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some. There's another email. I love email. In addition to following us on social media for video content and show clips, Locked on Socks at Twitter and Instagram, you can also get a hold of us for the mailbag segment. What's the email address that these Locked on White Socks listeners can send us a message? Send it to LockedOnSocks at gmail.com with your questions, comments, whatever you want to write us. We'll read them all. Not all of them make our shows. Locked on Socks at gmail.com all right so this one coming in here from patrick flatley patrick says this hey guys love the pod as always herbie mentioned the difficulty andrew vaughn will face coming up as dh primarily or how hard it can be to dh that made me think that if everyone including tony larusa now think that the kid is a, has a sweet swing and such great zone awareness then dh might be the spot he can pick up defensive pointers, all of the 2021 campaign from Jose, who is very aware of how to improve defensively, leaving him time to learn how to DH, when to get into the cage, and when to study film, hopefully becoming the next great first baseman DH in the White Sox pantheon of great first baseman slash DHs. And one thing on the glass ceiling for free agents in the Sox, soon as you fellows mentioned that, a bell went off and rang, Jock, 
Dude wanted to be a full-timer. He's been given the chance on the north side. Han called this bitch ass out. <laughs> and then Patrick closes with this. Order your Built Bars now. I've been waiting on mine for a minute. Uh, keep up the fantastic work. Great podcast. Uh, George was a great interview and hangout. That's Patrick Flatley. And I, I hear you, Patrick. I, we had some winter storms here that delayed my Built Box uh, shipment, but I've already plowed through those, and I've ordered uh, another eight or uh, no, I ordered 24 of them, and hopefully I'll get those next week. But, yeah, Herb, so, you know, we were talking about uh, Andrew Vaughn yesterday and pretty much all off season we were talking about him. Um, but, yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Like, I think that Vaughn, you know, I think he can thrive in, in, in both of those roles. Like, I think it can help him to be at first base a little bit and not just DH. And I think with Abreu coming off of uh, COVID, I think you're going to see that a lot and uh, as far as the uh, Jock Peterson thing that's something I never really thought about uh, is the platoon situation with, with Jock because we know that Rick Hahn gave Jock Peterson he, he ultimately offered him more money I think it was 10 million than the Cubs offered him uh, which was eight I believe uh, so Jock bet on himself and lost in this situation or maybe he didn't you know, maybe he thought that he'd have a better chance to play every day on the north side, which uh, certainly I think uh, would be the case. Or do you think that's not necessarily true? I don't know. I don't think uh, he would have been given the everyday right fielder's job at all. I think he would have been in a platoon system. And it would have been right for the White Sox to give him a platoon system, seeing his splits, especially versus lefties. And we saw on Sunday... Adam Eagle can do things with those bats, too. So he's really improved. Frank Domenichino has got that man being a complete player. Hey, did you see, did, did you see real quick why you, why you, why you mentioned Frank Domenichino? How you doing? Did you see him and Jim Tomey with uh, with basically their little home run derby on Sunday? Did you see the I video? Did. <laughs> did you see Frank Domenichino pimp it out a little bit mm-hmm. uh, after hitting the home run? Like, I like that. I like our our, our hitting coach having a little swag yeah. like that. How you doing? Yeah. I'll ball bet you. More ways than one of Frank Domenichino. Yeah, and he's improved so many swings over the White Sox uh, uh, system. So he's made Adam Engel a major league baseball player, finally with the glove and with the bat, a guy that you're not going to feel bad that he has uh, four at-bats per game like he used to back in the day. Now the guy understands what pitchers are trying to do to him, and now he hits the ball with authority. We saw a little bit of it last year, some in the second half of 2019, and if you were watching Sunday's game, murdered, just murdered that pitch. It was awesome to see that this guy will be getting a bat. And I hope for his sake and the team's sake that they're going to be doing a platoon with him and Adam Eaton. So Jock did the right thing. I would have liked him more than having Adam Eaton on the team. It would have fit more, a little bit more power, and you could put him at the designated hitter spot if need be. But he got more playing time over there on the north side. Congratulations to him. Hopefully... He does well. The Cubs do well and all that good stuff. But we're going to be rolling with our people. And I love that Adam Eaton will be in a platoon system with Adam Eaton here with the White Sox. Absolutely. And you mentioned, uh, you know, Frank Menachino. He's no Todd Steverson. Did you see Todd Steverson found his way back with the organization? How wild is that? Like Todd Steverson is now back uh, with like as a senior role, uh, an advisory role to Kenny, which is amazing. Like the, man, the White Sox are loyal, man. Once you're in there, you're really in there. And it kind of goes lockstep with the next email here that we'll get to quickly. Uh, 
This is from Greg. Oh, man, Donnie Veal is back. He's listed as rehab pitching coach on the White Sox coaching staff <laughs> list. Do the White Sox plan on having a lot of pitchers to go on rehab assignments this year or something? That's from Greg. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great point by you, Greg. And uh, whenever I hear uh, Donnie Veal, I think of uh, what the late great Ed Farmer uh, said of him one time. Like, I didn't think Donnie Veal was still with us. Remember what Ed said here, Herbie? about Donnie they have put uh, Donnie Veal to rest right now <laughs> yeah I thought Donnie Veal was long gone he was put to rest by the White Sox but he's back uh, with the as with the White Sox as rehab pitching coach but yeah it's a good point uh, by Greg you know I, although I you know I would imagine that they're gonna have some guys here uh, you know that are, that are need help with that but hey that's good man that that's a situation that you, you love that they take care of people it's become almost comical to this point but I, I do kind of like you know I, I respect the fact that un, under the cover of darkness, they brought Todd Steverson back and Donnie Veal has a gig. That's good, man. That's another organization you'd want to work for, man. Oh, yeah. It's uh, the gift and the curse. Jerry Reinsdorf, very, very loyal to his employees, but also very, very loyal to his employees. That's one of the Russo thing. Donnie Veal, only 36. Amazing. Wow, still younger than me. Yeah, I, I, I feel old, man. But uh, yeah, that about does it here, uh, this episode of Locked on White Sox. We'll bring you some more emails tomorrow in our new three-segment format. If you haven't heard, we're back to five episodes a week. Uh, three segments a show, so we're going to be able to spread out some of these emails uh, as we see fit in order to break up uh, some of the spot load here because we got some more. Yeah, we got some more sponsors here. They're on board, so we thank all of our sponsors here that are going to be with us for the 2021 championship season, friends. Let's see, coming up on Wednesday's show, what's up? And it is a championship season. Yes, it is, friends. Uh, coming up on Wednesday's show, the White Sox were back in action today. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but uh, they were they were playing against the uh, the Rangers, and you know there was some stuff maybe from the Angels game too. Uh, but Wednesday, the Sox take on the Royals, and even when it's exhibition season against the Royals, you know what we got to do, TA. Well, I just want to welcome every time plan. That's right, forever beef with us and the Royals. So uh, we'll talk about anything of note that comes out of that uh, squ- you know game with the Royals there on Wednesday. Uh, at Kansas City. So uh, stay with us here on Locked on White Sox all spring and all season. And there's a lot of Sox games on the calendar here, man. Like if you can watch them, I'm hoping – I'm hoping that they stream some of these games at WhiteSox.com. I know with limited personnel there because of COVID, I don't know if they're going to be doing it. But Wednesday at KC, Thursday at San Francisco, uh, and then they're back at Camelback and Glendale versus the Mariners. Then at Indians versus Rockies, at Dodgers versus Padres. So they, they've got games for a week straight here. So we've got tons to talk about. So stay with us right here on Lockdown White Sox. But that's all I got today, Herbie. If you're listening to this right now, there are less than 30 days until we see real White Sox baseball. Amazing. It's awesome. Like the weather's getting better. The White Sox are playing games already. It just feels like your your energy, your your whole aura, at least me. I just feel better just because the everything around your life is just so much better than it was a couple weeks ago. Man, I feel so good. That's Chris Tannehill at Chris Tannehill to follow him on Twitter, Instagram. The show is at Locked on Socks on Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. And my name is Herb Lawrence. Follow me on Twitter at Ecknerwall, Instagram also. But go right now to our YouTube page. It is Locked on Socks on YouTube. You can see our pretty faces, a couple of interviews that we have done. So not all the shows are be posted up there on YouTube, but some of them you can see how we look like. You see my Frank Thomas bobblehead dial, me and pictures of my girlfriend behind me in my <laughs> own bedroom. That's awesome. You can we will, we will invite you into my bedroom for the only time in your life. 